A lot of critics will say, well, this is just a way for a municipality or a community or a city or whatnot to cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. All right, you ran that red light. You owe us 50 bucks now. Um, obviously, there are some critics to this. There's an attorney from Texas. His name is Justin Coquad. He says, my advice for anyone who gets a, a ticket like this in the mail. Throw it away. Make a paper airplane out of it. Line the hamster cage, whatever. But not under any circumstances would I recommend paying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Coming up on 812 Wisconsin's Morning News this Tuesday morning. And expected today, a formality but an important one. Governor Tony Evers is expected to sign the American Family Field funding package. It was passed by the state legislature last month. How about that? More than $100 million <laughs> coming from the brewers in this deal. Tens of millions coming each from the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. Nearly $400 million from the state will secure the brewers' long-term future in the lease through 2050. I think we've largely hashed over the positives and the negatives of all of this, and it's happening. I'm always curious about these types of events. Sometimes a governor won't have a, a ceremony or any pomp or pageantry they'll just sign the bill probably most things right right just get done without or they'll you have know. you know people directly impacted or or lawmakers who are directly part of the process will be there or whatnot in this yeah. case sounds like a little bit bigger huh? i mentioned on the show yesterday that i thought it would be today that is based on sourced information outside the governor's office and outside of the brewers organization uh, but my information is that it will be a ceremonial to do at the ballpark okay. holy today. macro folks <laughs> So what does that mean? <laughs> does, does, I, I love the Brewers, folks. Does that mean like going down the slides? See, that's keep the question. It. First I want of all, answered. they're not going to put the governor oh, of the state of Wisconsin on. on that slide. Why not? Because people have gotten hurt on that. People like, go down the slide all the time. Don't unless they? you're skilled like Bernie and you like know how to do it. They had that reporter. I think. Gosh, was he L.A.? It was some big market, right? And the reporter came down and he was clowning around and they were going to do a little bit on it. And yeah, he went and down he, the slide and went at light speed into the wall yeah, and broke his arm. Yeah, I think he broke his wrist or his arm. That's right. So they're not going to put the governor on bobsled speed down that slide. And yes, as hell. <laughs> Why not? I uh, think he'd pop right up. That'd huh? be awesome. He, he comes running down there, does a 360, popping the shoulder, pointing. <laughs> Have you known the governor to, <laughs> to do those sort of things? I mean, we're told he plays pickleball. I asked him about it once a couple years ago. About the pickleball? Yeah, he said his wife is better at him than pickleball, but they like to play. So that's fine. Well, how about run the bases then? Do something fun, right? You want something. You want if, some sort of trick or if, some sort of fun thing. If you are to be correct in your, your sourced information that this is going to take My place at Amsterdam Field, yes. if everything you're saying is accurate... If you're going to be in the stadium, then take advantage of being – run with the sausages. I don't know. Do something. You have to think sausages will be there, right? Bernie will be there. The sausages will be there. Barrel Man will be there. That's going to make a great photo op, right, when he's there with his 38 pens or whatever, signing his name. Yeah. <laughs> and the <laughs> backdrop. Right. Instead of a bunch of other clowns from the legislature, I want all these – There's Italian with a little hat. Does Italian have like a hammer to like indicate, <laughs> yes, maintenance funding? What are they – Right, they got like work clothes on it. <laughs> All right, let's get to work, boys. Let's get to work. <laughs> We're gonna start fixing it. Jazz as hell. For a half a billion I am dollars. Jazz as hell. I hope we're getting more than Bernie Brewer and his crew fixing that place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll happen today. So right. that is my information that we can expect that to happen you know, today. I want more excitement.
I want more. If if you're gonna go all in with pomp and pageantry, then you gotta you gotta own it. You gotta stay in that lane and do something fun. I think I can promise you some mascot hijinks. Beyond that, I don't I don't know about any Boring of Boring wins. <laughs> See? Hmm. So why would you expect <laughs> anything else? Did you I love mascots. Did you see the Bengals kicked a game-winning field goal last night? And you know what I look for in that? When it's not my team. When I'm watching my team, I want to see the thing win in or not, right? Sure, of course. When it's somebody else's team, I'm watching just below the goalposts for their mascot oh, and the reaction. Because the mascot right. always is there. Right. <laughs> and the the Jaguar banged his head against the goalpost as they lost the game right. on that kick. Now, is that the normal Jaguar or the guy in the Speedo with the hat on? You mentioned him before. That's a fan, right? But he's on the field. <laughs> no, this was the guy with the like the, the cartoon Jaguar, head and okay. stuff like that. Your traditional mascot. <laughs> All right. Like our frozen tundra man. That's a real guy at Lambeau Field. Right. That's like a fan. And he was just on TV. It was a big, you, big so, to do about him. I'll tell you about this in a minute. I interviewed that dude. I know I did. Not as frozen tundra man. I think I interviewed him 20 years ago because he's been making these foam hats since forever. And it was during the Bucks, like, I don't know, early 2000s with Big Dog and Ray Allen okay. and, that cl- and that crowd when they were making a bunch of deep playoff runs. And this guy's hats were showing up at the, at the Bradley Center. Big old deer on them and stuff. Okay. <laughs> it was really cool. So it's so a business. We're talking about this dude, Frozen Tundra Man. He's the guy that Pancake had on the show. Pancake did sports for us yesterday, producer of the program. And he had presented Olympic superstar Simone Biles with a gift. What a pleasure to meet you. You are the greatest of all time. I had to meet you something, okay? You are the gold. This is for you. This is for you. So this is the guy. He's on TV all the time at Lambeau Field. Many teams have a guy. We went through a few of the guys this morning. Raiders have Darth Raider, mm-hmm. which I think is fantastic. Full Darth Vader helmet. They have a couple of Raiders guys. <laughs> right. So there's that guy. The Jets have the guy in the fighter, fighter helmet, Fireman Ed. Okay. He's the guy with Jets, 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 Jets. But he has to be on TV every time. And the Packers have had a few other guys over the years. The OG, the original gangster, is Gang Green. Gang Green? I thought it was the priest. Who's the priest <laughs> no, guy? Man. That's St. Vince. Yeah, the guy wearing the Archbishop costume, right? Is is he quite well? I don't know. I don't. I feel he's like not, I haven't seen him for a while. I don't know. Gang well, because he's been around. So well, who's Gang Green? Gang Green was the guy with the green curly hair, like wig, and then he would paint himself green. He's like old timey. He's eighties, wow. if not earlier. I don't recall that guy. Yeah, Gang I've, Green was around, and then the guy you mentioned, Saint Vince. He was the guy who would show up in like full, He'd have like a staff, right? right, like bishop's robes. <laughs> yes, he had a staff. He'd be like throwing oils at people, <laughs> and he had like a bishop's hat with yeah. Vince Lombardi, yes. his picture on it. I know I have a picture with that guy. Because when I was working in Green Bay for, for a number of years, how many feature stories I did out at Lambeau Field, I know I've taken a picture with that dude. And then we had the Packers girls, remember them? The ones that were wearing like the cheese bras? Yes, right. Like cold weather cold games weather and they days. were in just like cheese bikini, at yeah. least on top. Yeah, cheese bikini tops. That like that was like a, maybe a half a year or something. Right, a one and done season. I don't know where they've been. So this is the guy, the guy we're talking about, back to the original story. Oh, wait, we forgot fence painter guy. Yeah, but was he ever in the actual stadium or just outside? Yeah, because so the guy who used to own the property, and I don't even think he owns it anymore, 
who used to paint the message on the fence right there on Lombardi yeah, Avenue. I think the Packers control the message now. <laughs> well, right. So then it turned into a big thing. I sat in that guy's garage once. This used to be like a cottage industry. It was just a guy who lived in the house, and he would have people come over on a Sunday, and they would... Like Before whoever was season, invited right? to participate, right, would submit ideas and then they'd choose one. I covered that important story in Green Bay one time when I was working for the CBS station. And then, you know, over the years, I think that got sponsored. Yeah. And I don't know how they yeah. come up with it now. It might even not be the same guy. But he comes around. I think he's got overalls and stuff. And he's got a hat that says fence painter. Oh, okay. So this other guy of our guys, <laughs> Back to the other he's guy. frozen Tundra Man. So he makes these hats, and he presented one to Simone Biles, and on it, as Pancake described, was it was like a picture. It's it's like goat, and then the goat's got these big horns, goat and muscle arms, greatest of all time, right? Yep. And it's got Olympic stuff on there and medals and that. But what was interesting to me is Milwaukee Journal Sentinel did a follow up story on it, and here's how they wrote: the Guy's name is Jeff Kalo, by the way, who makes these hats. The sixty two year old final act man. Heard from a Lambeau Field security person that the internationally famous gymnast and wife of Green Bay Packers safety, Jonathan Owens, wanted to meet him. Really? <laughs> now, that makes me laugh. That is awesome. <laughs> I got I to meet that hey, guy. I got, she's won a billion gold medals, right? She's one of the most accomplished Olympians of all time. Hmm. And she wants to meet Frozen Hat Guy. That makes me happy. Why are you skeptical? What? <laughs> He's giving me that look like, yeah, but there's something else here. Well, because she just did a big thing on the Today Show. The cameras were there. His his outfit said Sunday night on it. It's possible that they planned this ahead of time. So, Captain Cynical, it's a happy, it's, warm feeling around not, anyway. It's not cynicism. It's skepticism <laughs> as to the How, the origins the, of the this candid meeting. approach. Hey, look at this thing that happened. No, it Sunday was Night Football was right there to capture that exchange. So, nothing. Captain Cynical. <laughs> nothing nefarious about it. Just right. May, may have been preordained, nonetheless. No big deal. So this dude makes hats, and if you want to get in on it, I, I posted that link uh, on my social media today if you want to see if you, you had missed this somehow, because even even Today Show had it on there, right? Oh, yeah. So this dude makes these hats. His company is called BigGuyHats.com, and I remember going to his house, and the, he starts with a block of foam, and it's like foam, think, I don't know if it's the same density, but foam that would be in furniture, you know? So it's like a big block of foam. And he traces some things out on there, and then he uses these shaving tools. I think things that you would traditionally use for wood carving. Okay. But then he just sculpts it. Yeah, he sculpts it, each one custom, and then he airbrushes it for the paint. I remember going to his house, and there's, as you can imagine, like his whole house was his studio, his workshop, <laughs> foam everywhere, <laughs> paint over here, whatever. I can't remember if he was married. He still calls it a hobby on his website, BigGuyHats.com. He says, this is my hobby. So I'm not, I can't remember oh, what his awesome. day job is or if he was married because you could see her being, that's your hobby. <laughs> your hobby's in the family room, the living room, the dining room. Pretty big hobby. I don't know what he sells them for, but they're really cool. So that's the story behind. <laughs> I love that you just automatically assume. <laughs> Gotta be annoyed by it. marriage for, for your little hobby here, your stuff all over my dining room. Anyway, BigGuyHats.com if you want to learn more about what he's up to. 822 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This Christmas classic just hit number one in the Billboard Hot 100. It's a record. It hit number one 65 years after its release. Now, is there a reason, if, if folks are playing along at home and want to try to guess what it is, can you give them a clue in terms of why it's 
now once again toward the top, or is at the top? So it's uh, in honor of its 65th anniversary. Okay. It has a new video now with the singer. Aha, so there's a new twist to it. And the she, singer? The singer, yeah. Still alive. Still alive. And she just joined TikTok, which was... How can you have a hit 60 years ago and still be alive? Right. Well, because okay. she was only 13 when she sang the song. Brenda Lee. She's a 13-year-old, by the way. Listen to that voice. She's now 78. So because of this, because of the anniversary and because of the video and whatnot, it, usually these songs do pretty well. You know, this time of year, they'll skyrocket up there. Obviously, Mar- Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas, that's been a number one before. But and 60, could be again. Yeah. Right? 65 years since its release, this is the, uh, the record and probably will hold <laughs> for the record of longest time before making the number one. It's uh, a good one. I li- this is on my list of won't turn it off. Debbie, you can, you can play along in this one, too. There are three songs now, holiday songs, ever hold the top spot. Ooh, I've okay. given you two. This one from Brenda Lee, All I Want for Christmas is You, the Mariah Carey. There's yeah. one more. I have a feeling I know. Now, I will give you a hint before De- because I bet Debbie doesn't. Because I don't have it. Yeah. All right. It's uh, ridiculously silly. And it's not sung by an actual artist or artists. It's not what I thought, but now I think I know what it is. All right, go ahead, Deb. I'm out. Is it Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Ooh, good guess. That's no, sung by that, somebody. It's a silly chipmunk song. Oh, the chipmunks. Well, yes. that's sung by somebody. Well, it's not by an artist. It's a silly chipmunk that's song. That's art. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a bad hint exactly. then, I guess. Terrible hint. <laughs> I totally would have gotten it. Chipmunks. Which one is that? The Christmas, 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 Christmas. Christmas. Uh, I'm, It's not. Close your eyes and you see all three chipmunks coming out of his mouth. I don't actually know the words. I'm, I'm not grasping which song you're singing yet. So, uh, I want a hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's art. Mm, that's see, that's. I just tried that's that. I'm just a normal art, man. Yeah. I'm just a common man. It's art if you can make yeah. it sound chipmunky. Or we just stay with this. <laughs> Also, party, rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday! Happy holidays! <laughs> oh yeah! As Storm Team Four meteorologist Brian Nizdanski on earlier today, Niz is looking at a snowfall possibility for this weekend. We're a long way out, but Nid. Niz did use cautiously the words significant snowfall. And that would come after a potentially 60-degree day on Friday. Friday, 55. Niz thought it might push 60. So uh, take that for exactly what I said. Long way out, maybe sort of possible. Niz is watching it. So he's not saying we're even going to get it at all. This is one of these where they're going to track the the system. It's going to be moving at us. Maybe it goes south. Maybe it goes north. Maybe it fizzles out. All those maybes are still there, but just put that on your radar. Pun intended. So roadway deaths are up 30% in the past decade across the country. And there is now, you're going to love this. Why do I think I'm not going to love it? A national group that advocates for traffic safety is now renewing its push for automated cameras as a means of catching speeders, red light runners, and school zone violators. 
The cameras would do their thing, catch you speeding, send you a ticket. These cameras save lives and they help discourage bad behaviors and they make our roads safer for everyone. That is Sam Snyder. He's with the Governor's Highway Safety Association. He says it's about safety. He says it's not about money. A lot of critics will say, well, this is just a way for a municipality or a community or a city or whatnot to cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. All right, you ran that red light and you owe us 50 bucks now. Um, obviously, there are some critics to this. There's an attorney from Texas. His name is Justin Coquad. He says, my advice for anyone who gets a, a ticket like this in the mail. Throw it away, make a paper airplane out of it, line the hamster cage, whatever. But not under any circumstances would I recommend paying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why? That's like, not illegal at what all. What legal loopholes? Well, didn't <laughs> privacy issues is what he was. Didn't arguing. Chicago have this and then got rid of them? Because it, it, there have been people that have claimed that they they catch you just yeah. just right there, on split the, second. So like right the the moment the light turns red. So if you've entered at a yellow, but if you're not out of the intersection, now they've got you in a red, but it was yellow when you went in. Things like that. Yeah. My larger concern is like maybe do it, don't do it, but you know like. So if you're one of the Kia boys, where do they send the ticket? Good point. <laughs> right? Good okay. point. So if you're one of these, you know, Again, some of but, Milwaukee's finest citizens who are ripping off cars with impunity so, left and right. So now you get your car stolen. Because they're the only ones, by the way, that no. drive too fast. <laughs> Fair enough. But what, what is the big problem? The big problem of carnage on our, on our roadways. Is it, you know, somebody who's going seven over and pushes the yellow light? Sometimes. But is it usually someone driving a stolen car going 45 over, blowing through every light they can, and, it, you know, but side ends a bus? It's almost like two wrongs make a right, though, is what you're suggesting. Sure. Well, I should be able to go seven or eight over because I'm not the one stealing cars. <laughs> All right. It does sound like that. That's not the point I'm making. I'm saying, if, you know, if you want to get at the root of the biggest problem we have, um, and I suppose... I, and I know point, what you're saying, right? but why can't both be true? Why can't there be appropriate uh-huh, why punishments? Can't why can't we do both? Yeah. Wouldn't it make it safer for those who bother following the law or worried about that? I guess. I will say this, though, and I've heard of people getting caught. Iowa used to do this a lot. I don't know if they still do. I went to school in Iowa where I'd have friends that were on I-80 and boom, caught, done. Or at 235 there in the Des Moines area, they get caught speeding from a, a plane. Oh, yeah. Just boom, and then they, here you go. Wait, no, we got you. We got you on radar from our plane. You were going seven over, so now you owe us 100 bucks or something like that. It used to happen quite a bit. I'd like to hear what that lawyer guy says about that. <laughs> Use it for ham- What did you say? Use it for the hamster cage? Throw it away, make a paper airplane out of it, line the hamster cage, whatever, but not under any circumstances would I recommend paying it. I mean, you do what you want, but... My point is just the larger problem is if you're if you're selling this as some sort of way to combat the larger problem, which is absolute abject lawlessness, you know, and then adding insult to injury for the people who get their cars stolen. Not only do you have your car car ripped off, you're dealing with that. But then on top of it, 38 tickets show up at your door and you (laughs) now have to go out and And figure out, explain that, take yourself down to municipal court or whatever and show that. Well, in in the time that I racked up 38 tickets, suggesting that that's the majority. And I don't know if that's the case. So it may not solve that one problem, but would it not do some good? Yeah, and I'm not, to be perfectly honest, I don't even know if it would. If You know what I mean? Like, would we actually be a safer society and and cut down on the rising death toll, which appears to be taking place, 
if we knew that someone was watching us and would send us a ticket if we go six over? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And they're proposing this nationally? Uh, uh, yeah, everywhere. the Governors of Highway Safety Universal. Association is pushing this, yes. A new push. So there's always money behind stuff like this. Just get ready. This could come to a local legislature near you. 848, Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. I just want to scream hello. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating. Your comfort is their family's tradition. Listen to this forecast. We had a wintry mix kind of overnight. That didn't amount to much. High of 40 degrees today. Low down to 30 tonight under mostly cloudy skies. Partly cloudy on Wednesday with a high of 39. Quiet weather continuing into Thursday with a high temperature of 50 degrees. And then Friday our high 55 under mostly sunny skies. And Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Desnansky says if we get enough sunshine we could push that up closer to 60. 8.52 right now on Wisconsin's Morning News. We're at 37 degrees. St. Nick tonight. Ooh, that's right. St. Nick still come to your house? Yeah, always did. But I didn't realize until I became like, I guess when I sort of diversified my school pool, maybe maybe college where we met a lot of people from different backgrounds okay. and people from different states or other things. Like St. Nick is a, is a kind of a regional thing. Like, is that right? Not everybody does St. Nick. So I've met people from other parts of the country. And they're like, what's, what's this business about St. Nick? Or even parents like Susan Kim. You know, we were talking about it once and she was saying when they had young kids and, you know, the kids come home from school and it's like, how come St. Nick didn't come? She's like, what's this about? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, yeah, St. Nick comes, comes night of the 5th, right? And then you wake up to it on the yeah, 6th. So your stockings generally will have. Do you do stockings of- or shoes? We do stockings, but I've heard of the shoes thing too, Deb. We did shoes growing up, so you got to get the biggest pair of shoes you can exactly. find. Exactly. And did you now, Deb? Like, so Saint Nick at my house brought small things. Yes. Usually candy, a couple little things. Yeah, you know, those little cheesy plastic toy things that yeah. you might get out yeah. of a bubble gum machine okay, or right. something. Small you know, stuff. So, small stuff. Knickknacks. Yeah. Saint yeah. Nick was not to be confused with the big event in Santa mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. where you get presents. But then you'd show up at school. And there's your buddy. He's like, "Yeah, I got an Atari game." <laughs> yeah, like, you, you did. The hell, that's, that's a little Saint overboard Nick. there. Not the same so guy. Not leaving anything house. for Santa then, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. Christmas coming early. In our house, actually, technically, the uh, three wise men were supposed to bring the toys, and Santa brought the so- socks and underwear. So, but oh. then growing Where'd up in my up house, it was flipped from? around. So we had Santa bringing the toys because we wanted to be like everybody else, and then the three wise guys brought the. Uh, so I, I need frankincense and myrrh in my my shoes. What an awesome gift. This smells great. It's great for the after holiday sales, man. If you're like hurting, like, oh, I didn't forget you for Christmas. I'm giving you an epiphany gift. Yeah. I was about to tell you that's not how it goes, but then it's not how any of it goes. It never really happened. There is no right. Well, I stopped short oh, of it. Come but, you on. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If if we're telling stories, you know what I'm saying. No, please. You can, you can make the story be whatever you want the story to be. Oh, Vince killed Santa Claus. I, I don't think I did. I almost did. That was a check swing. Never went around. 
Did you? Are you feeling well now? Uh, I am feeling great. My body is telling me otherwise, but I feel fine. Like I, you know, I think there's still a little bit of lingering virus in there. A little. We've been bit. talking about how like everybody's sick. Your kids are sick. Uh, my Their friends family. are sick. We're all, stay away like, from me, right? Typhoid Marys. Yeah, right. my Good. entire I family think... had colds or has colds. I guess. Didn't you have something earlier, Deb? You may already have gone through this, right? Oh, this was like maybe over the summer. I haven't. Oh, okay, that yeah. doesn't count for right yeah, it now. Doesn't count. Oh, then no, it's I had coming COVID back around. in August. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, pay me now or pay me later, right? We're all going to go through you know whatever's going around out there. But Eric texted me last night. What's the good kind of cold medicine? Which, if I recall, you were here for the program yesterday where we did an entire segment on yes. what I said. I couldn't. So Angie's been, she's behind me. So I think I'm about done with your patient zero cold, over there at yeah. your home. Uh, and Angie's the patient five. So I, I, everyone's been dealing with it and she's the last one. So she's right on, she's been working from home some days, trying to go in other days, but she's just been kind of trying to kick it. She's still stuck with it. And she heard you talking about it yesterday, so she asked me, she's like, hey, I'm coming home. I'm going to stop at Walgreens. What should I get? And I'm like, "Uh, F something. uh, (laughs) Starts with a P, maybe pseudo something. And I couldn't remember, so I texted you and asked you what it was called. We did the story on the fact that phenylephrine, which is the active ingredient in a lot of cold medicines, was said by an FDA panel having reviewed two decades of research to be largely yeah. ineffective. Like, it's Great. a placebo. This and that's doesn't all do we have. That's all the stuff we had at home. The good stuff is the active ingredient pseudoephedrine, which not everybody tolerates well for an assortment of reasons, particularly people with high blood pressure or whatever. Right. Um, and it can keep you up. So that's not marked on the box. doesn't say to make sure you take in the morning. Side effect whatnot. is awesomeness. So, so and I, like, because I looked at it, I'm like, huh, I wonder if I should take some of this. But I'm feeling okay, so you know, I, I'd rather not take it. So I was looking at it last night, so I didn't take it. But Angie, who's still trying to kick yeah. this virus, she took some. So I get Before up. Before bed? Yeah, well, Oof. at least last night at some point. All right. right. So I wake up to come into work, and we get up early, right, very early yeah. in the morning to come into work. And she gets up too. She's like, hey. She's like, I feel great. She's like, this is really working. She's like, and I don't feel tired. And I'm like, really? You're talking to me? That makes me think that you're not, you know, that you're awake. And she's like, oh, this is really, like, this is a really good stuff to use. You should consider taking it if you need to take something. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think I'm all right. So anyway. That may or may not be a side effect. I'm coming into work. That Dr. Vinny didn't discuss yesterday. <laughs> I'm driving into work this morning. She's texting My phone's you? texting. And she, it's just questions and things about, you know, errands that we got to run today, like carpooling, different stuff. And I'm she like, was all up. She never texts. Starting I mean, the day. Everyone is asleep when I leave the house and will be for several hours. And she's so I, I didn't respond to her i emailed her instead of texting her back because i want to keep her brain occupied you're gonna come home all the christmas is up (laughs) everything's done vacuuming house looks spectacular i took three of these today (laughs) i made five meals feel amazing (laughs) well maybe you can feel amazing too 858 on wisconsin's morning news